0: Hello, everybody, and God bless you. This is Pastor Jonathan with the Church of Jubilee podcast. Welcome. I pray that this week's message may glorify God, but in the process of glorifying God, may it sow seed inside of you. May the word just begin to grow at an ever-increasing rate, and that may you begin to seek God even more in your life than before. This week's message is extremely close to my heart and is an important one. It talks about serving God. But when you serve, we talk about serving to be last. Now, that's kind of contradictory when you think about it, because the way the world teaches us to serve is to put yourself before others. But God had a different idea when it comes to serving. In God's kingdom, those who are last are the first, and those who are first are last. So I want you to listen to today's message. Let the Lord move in your spirit. I'm praying for you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Church of Jubilee podcast. You found your way here. Let it be a blessing for you. And if there's anything that we can do to assist you and to help you grow in the body of Christ, please feel free to reach out to us. Again, thank you for choosing the Church of Jubilee podcast for this week's message. Serve to be last. God bless you. The book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. Verses 17 through 22. The word of God reads as this. Now Jesse said to his son David, take this ephah of roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to the camp. Take along these ten cheeses to the commander of their unit. See how your brothers are and bring back some assurance from them. There with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah. Fighting against the Philistines, early in the morning David left the flock and the care of the shepherd, of a shepherd, loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed. He reached the camp as the army was going to into its battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drawing up their lines facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies, ran to the battle lines and asked his brothers, how they were. You may have your seats giving glory to God. Hallelujah. I've entitled my message today, Serve to be Last. I want you to sit there and meditate on what I just said. Serve to be last. Here's what's happening in the time that we're reading here in the verse of Scripture. David is a shepherd boy. All he's ever done is be a shepherd. For those of you who don't know what a shepherd is, or you might have an idea, a shepherd is one who tends to sheep. He doesn't smell the greatest because he's a shepherd, which means he's always around the sheep. His job is to protect the sheep, which is the investment of those who who he responds to as authority. Those who are above him. His father is his father's flock. And he has to take care of his father's flock because it's the way they survive. They take care of sheep. They sell the sheep. They make sure the sheep are tell, well taken care of and nice and fattened. And and um, so this is David. This is who David is at this moment. Amen. And he's tending to his father's flock. And there's nothing special about David at this time. That he's not anything of importance yet. He's just a shepherd boy. And, he, and to that, he's a young boy. Amen. But he, he has spent some time. In the shepherd part of the of the fields, he has spent some time getting to know God a little bit. Well, I would say a, a lot of bit if you want to think of it in that sense. He's uh, quite a bit because he has had experiences where the Lord has delivered him, where he's been able to go to sheep, um, to wolves and to bears and to lions and take out sheep from their jaws and destroy these animals that are so f- they're fierce and they're ferocious. Amen. That was he's, he's had that experience with God, so he already understands who his God is. He already understands what God has done for him because he's been, he spent some time with God. And for those of you who don't remember, last week I preached about getting to know God, being with God, understanding who he is because you know who he is. Who is God to you? Who am I to you? God says you should already come to this place already knowing that if you are already in the body of Christ. But David was sent to his father to take some grain, a measure of grain, and some, and some cheese and loaves of bread for his brother. He was going to take this to his brothers. That was his whole entire job to do. The dad said, I need you to go do the job. What's the job, father? The job is to go take this to your brothers. That's it. That's all he had to do. David had to just be obedient to the man that God had placed above him, and that was his father. It was a serving way of serving that that he said, you know, I need you to go do this. He said, I got it. I'll go do it. David didn't go to fight, though. That's what we must understand. There's stories about David and Goliath. And those are some awesome stories, the way David takes down Goliath. But I want you to know that it wasn't about so much the fight that he fought. It was the part that before he went to go fight into the battle lines, he first served. He first took and said, I'm going to be obedient to God. I'm going to be obedient to the, to my father. And I'm going to go in the serving capacity to get to, to where I'm going to get to defeat somebody in the process of feeding somebody and serving someone else he discovered who he was he discovered who his god was he discovered that there was this giant defying the armies of the Phil- uh, of the lord of hosts hallelujah i am telling you something so that you understand That in order for you to serve, you have to be willing to be leading. You have to be willing to serve. Hallelujah. If you want to be the first, you must be the last. Hallelujah. You shouldn't have a problem with vacuuming in the church. You shouldn't have a problem with filling a cup of water for whoever's up here serving. Hallelujah. Because if you serve others as David did in the process of serving others, God's got a battle that he's going to give you the victory over. Hallelujah. But you must understand what it means to serve. Which is why I've entitled this message, thank you, I've entitled this message, serve to be last. Because nobody wants to be last. Amen. In this world, the world's ideologies, the way they think, it's all about, you know, the titles. It's all about give me a title, pastor. I need a title, pastor. I need a title, Sister Becca. I need to feel important. I need to feel important in this place. I need to feel important at work and I can't do it without a title. Isn't that what the jobs teach you? The higher you go the rank, the more titles you get. Amen? I'm a supervisor of many supervisors in my place of employment. Without that title, I am just another employee. That's the way the world has it. It's a structure. But the world teaches you that the most successful people are the ones at the top, the ones that have all the money, the ones that have done everything to, you know, they may have been even been selfish. They've done everything for themselves, and they themselves feel that I have earned this. Right? We preached about that before, correct? Mm-hmm. The world teaches us that, that that if you have the most money, th- then you don't have to serve because you can, get, you can pay people to serve you. You can pay someone. And the world's ideologies is about it's rather, it's rather me before you. It's rather me before you. Me first, and then you second. Amen? Amen? It's all about you, you, or in that case, if you're talking about first person, me, 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 me. If David would have thought like that, he, he would have not received the victory and the battle against Goliath. Because he would have taken a different mentality of, a, of, of David would have been a different man, a different person. Perhaps the way you and I sometimes think, we probably, would, we probably would have got that bread and made it and we ate it ourselves. And then went back and reported to our father that we lied, that we told that we tried to tell the truth, but it was a lie. And we would never would have received, he would never would have received the blessing that God for, had for him in the capacity of serving others. This is what you must understand. If you want to be something great in Christ, serve others. Serve your brother. Serve your sister. I don't care if, uh, if we're, my sister and I are brother and sister. She understands to a certain point that when we're here before the eyes of God, I am her pastor. I am a shepherd. I am a leader. And she understands what a servant mentality is. Amen? That's the way David was thinking. He was like, this is my father, but this more than my father. I'm going to serve him. I'm going to serve not just him, but the brothers that made fun of me. The brothers that I thought I was the ugliest, the scrawniest, and they didn't believe in me. Amen? We live in a world where everything has to be instant. We live in a world where we have instant noodles, instant coffee, instant meals. We have caffeine pills that, that those little five-hour energy drinks that instantly give you that energy, which some of us need this morning. Amen? And um, we have all of this. We have instant everything. Amen? And and the thing that, that comes down to it is that everyone wants to be more important than someone else. Everybody wants to be important. Everybody wants to feel welcomed. Everybody wants that instant effect. You come to a church and you're like, I want a title. Pastor, I want a title. Where do you need me to be? Because I want a title. Instead of coming to a church, whatever church it is that you go to, and you, instead of coming and saying, how can I serve this church faithfully, they say, what can you do for me, church? What can you do for me, pastor? What is it that you can bring for me? What title can I take to be somebody important? And you know what I think about those kind of people? They don't truly know the word of God. Because the word of God says, if you want to be first, the lawyer," it says the word of God, you got to be willing to be last. If you want to be, be first, got to be willing to be last. Because the last in God's kingdom are the first ones. The servants in God's kingdom are the ones that receive the blessings. Not the leaders that always are at the very top, but the ones at the very bottom. Amen? Amen. But nobody wants to, to serve. Everybody wants to lead, but nobody wants to serve. We have a lot of, we, I, we always joke around this with my family. We have a lot of chiefs, but not enough Indians. We got a lot of people that puff out their chest and they want to be something great and they won't serve you if they don't have a title. But let me tell you something about David. David did not need a title. I said David did not need a title because he knew that God had his title. And that title was attached to the blessing of serving. And if you can grasp something today, serve your church, serve your pastor, serve the people that sing up there, serve the ones that are in the pews, serve others rather than yourself. Because in the process of serving, God has the victory of a blessing for you. You're going to have a Goliath in your life and he's going to give you the power to destroy. But you can't get that if you're being selfish. We have titles that are instantly given in positions that have not been earned. So we have people that don't understand and appreciate what a ministry is. Because it was given to them. The biggest story that the world will recognize from the story of David and Goliath is one that they can align with. And that, that, that story is that, hey, David defeated Goliath. And yes, he did. But he served first. It was the serving part that you must understand that took him to the battle. It was the serving part of him serving others that he just happened to be walking by, going to his, or running to his brothers. And then he heard this big old Goliath giant saying, you know, making, mocking God. And he said, How dare you defy the armies of the living God? He went to serve before he even went to battle because he didn't even realize he was going to battle. I'm here to tell you today that you may not understand the situation that you're in. You may not understand the position you're in in your life. But I'll tell you one thing, if you continue to serve, there's a victory of a blessing that waits you. Hallelujah. But you've got to get to the valley and you've got to be willing to hear those giants in your life say something that goes against the mighty God. And say, how dare you defy what I believe in when it's the word of God. You might get stuck on the battle. You might be, oh, that's a beautiful battle. He was a giant. David defeated him. But the servant is who defeated Goliath. A servant shepherd boy that meant nothing at that time became somebody that God would use as serving to serve others, to put him in a place, in a kingdom mindset, in a kingdom of a a palace of a kingdom to where he would become a king where it changes on everything after that where those that he served, served him those that he went to serve his brothers and everybody there one day would truly serve him huh. you want to talk about having it in the kingdom of god if you think you're important you puff up your chest you got your little rank here you got you know i, I there was one time I, one time i went to this this convention or it was like a conference and this is interesting because I want you to think, know how this is how men think. Not just men, women as well, but I'm saying men as everybody. And this, this, we're there filling out our, our registrations, and um, there's no titles on, this, on the badges. It just had names, okay? It just had names. There was no, like, you know, deacon, minister, pastors, nothing like that. Everybody just, was everybody just had a name, and what, where they came from, what, what area they came from, like El Paso or Houston, but there was this one brother that I caught, that caught my attention. He had to write, pastor, up in, in in broken, crazy little handwriting, right above his name. It had to say a title. And I thought to myself, God, why is that even important? Who, why is that important? I mean. I get it. If I'm a pastor, you have a pastor, God's called you, that's great. But if everyone else is just, you know, have their name, why would you want to go and put a man-made title upon your your badge? What importance is that going to be for you? Is that going to make you feel more important? And I believe it did. I believe he walked around more like, I'm a pastor. Yo soy pastor. I, I struck my head on that. I was like, it doesn't matter who you are at that moment. What matters is that you fellowship with the body of Christ. David understood one thing, that it was the serving part. You see, David just didn't come to know God overnight. He developed a walk with him when he was out there in those lonely nights with the sheep. And all he had was a protector named Jesus. Or at this point, it was his God. Hallelujah. He had not come yet and manifest in the flesh yet. But it was God that saved him and protected him. But he understood one thing. First thing I need to do, David said, I got to be obedient to my father, the authority that is above me. Second thing I got to do is I got to serve. Because in serving, I'm fulfilling what God is doing in my life. You see, because with God, it's served first, then the blessing comes next. Hallelujah. David had no, I say this again just so you get the idea. David had no idea that he would go into battle against a giant. He didn't go over there saying, okay, they're in battle. I'm going to get to go in there too. And I'm going to go and take out this giant. He couldn't even care less about that. But God had a purpose. His first ultimate test was to serve, Sister Becca. He had to learn to serve others. So I tell you today, serve to be last. Because in the kingdom of God, if you're the last, then you're the first. Hallelujah. That's what the world doesn't understand. The world says be first, don't be last. God says serve to be last. Serve to be the last one because in my kingdom you will be first. I want you to write this down, write this down, um, hashtag it, I think someone needs to know. Because while I'm talking about serving today, and I want you to know that just like we see that David, God trusted David, I want you to know that if God can trust you serving, put that down. I need this to get to somebody out there that needs to hear this. If God can trust you serving, then he can trust, he will trust you with a blessing, hallelujah. If God can trust you serving, he will trust you with the blessing. You can't get the blessing without the serving. Hallelujah. You understand that? You cannot jump ahead of the game and say, I'm just going to go for the blessing. I'm not going to serve anybody. I'm just going to go for the blessing. I'm going to go into battle and you're going to end up falling flat on your face. Hallelujah. Because if God can trust you with the serving part of it, he will trust you with the blessing. He tested David. David passed the test, Sister lawyer. He passed the test because he went to serve faithfully. And in the process, God said, well, I know you thought you were just serving, but I got something greater for you that's going to catapult your ministry to the next level. It's going to catapult what you think you were to a whole new level where a shepherd boy becomes a king later on in the future. And everyone that he had served in his lifetime, including his father, would eventually serve him. You want to talk about God putting somebody up? That is the greatness that God has. But we want the instant effect, Pastor. We want instant coffee. We want instant ministry. We want instant miracles, instant sewing. We want instant titles. Hallelujah! And it's almost like we want to plagiarize. For those of you who have taken college courses, plagiarism is a form of copying someone else's work. We want to copy someone else's work because we're so we don't even know what our work is, and we're so lost. And you may be listening out there that that you're so lost. Hallelujah. You don't know where you're at in your life. But I'll tell you one thing. The way to get to your blessing is to serve. Don't worry about the battle that's happening. Don't worry about anything else on the outside. Just learn to serve under who you need to serve. It doesn't always have to be your pastor. It could be your wife. It could be your husband. But learn to serve others because in the serving process, in the humility, in the humbleness, God's got your blessing. You're going to walk into that battle and be like, I'm here to bring bread. God says, oh, no, you're not here to bring bread. Put the bread down. I need you to go do something for me real quick. You thought you were insignificant. You thought you were just a shepherd. But God has come to tell you that you're more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Does not the word of God say that? And that whatever you declare uh, shall be bound on earth as it is in heaven. David even told Goliath, you come to me with the sword... But I come to you in the name of the, in the, name of the Lord of the hosts, host of hosts. David recognized instantly, I ain't going to win this battle. If it's up to me, I'm not going to win this battle. But I know a God. I know my God has delivered me from many instances before. And that's what you need to take away today. Let's get some Davids in the church, hallelujah, that know who their God is that says, how dare you, world, bring your ideologies and try to bring them into our church, hallelujah. How dare you try to get us to accept an agenda that isn't a part of the written word of God, hallelujah. How dare you do that. But I'm not going to fight you with my fist. I'm not going to fight you in anger. I'm going to bring the word of God to your life. And I'm going to check you every single time by the living word of God. But pastor, we want to be important. We want to feel so important. What's so wrong with want to be? I want to be important in Jubilee. I want to be the assistant pastor one day. Serve. God will put you in that place. Serve faithfully. Don't serve half-hearted. Serve faithfully. Before I became a pastor, I served under a great pastor. I served him for, uh, I'm going to say, five years. I've served him. Sometimes, maybe I didn't agree with him, but I would still serve him. Other times, I supported him. I supported him no matter what. That's one thing I want you to understand. I always supported his decision because he was the authority above me. I didn't realize that one day I would be a pastor sitting here preaching the word to you. That wasn't my intention. When I was young, I used to play around. I would I would joke and play around like I was preaching behind a vacuum, and the little stem was my microphone, and I would pretend because my grandpa did it, and I would always want to be a, pa- uh, you know, a preacher, not even a pastor, and then when seeing what my pastor went through um, that I served under for five years, I was like, who would want to be a pastor? I would never want to do that, and I even told my wife, you know, maybe I thought about it one time, but I was like, no way. There's no way I want to be a pastor. They deal with so much. Look at all the drama they deal with. People are never happy. People are always complaining about them. They're always wrong, but the people are never wrong, okay? The people on the outside are never wrong. It's always a pastor. And, and I was like, who would want to be like that? But just like David walked into the onto the battlefield to serve someone and in the process determined and discovered that, hey, I think God has something greater for me. That's the story that God has for me today. And I tell you only as a testimony that I had to learn to serve at the bottom. Work my way up. Because in due time, those that humble themselves, God will exalt. Hallelujah. If you humble yourself, God will exalt you at the right moment. Don't rush God's hand, though. Wait for God. Serve with the bread. Take what you got to take. Sweep the floors. Pick up the chairs. uh, uh, Greet people as they come in. Serve in the capacity that you are. Because when the right time comes... Bam, it's going to happen. God says, oh, by the way, I need my servant from you, pastor. Sounds good. I need him to do something in the church. Question is, are you ready? Oh, again, we we got one good servant out there. Are we ready? You see, with God, the role of serving is greater than the role of leading. You must understand that. You're going to hear the word serving or serve the root word serve like a thousand times a day. But that's okay. Because if you don't take anything away from today, I need you to take away serve faithfully. Amen. Don't be you don't have to be asked to serve. You just show up and say, Hey, I brought my tools. Where do you need me? Come on now. How much more efficient would the churches in our days nowadays be if we just had some good Davids in our lives that would come up and say, Where do you need me? How can I help? What can I do? I can cook some awesome bomb tamales. Great. I can't cook that way. okay. (laughs) But maybe you can. God's going to use you to do that for his kingdom. Maybe you're, uh, 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 you know, a guy that knows sound or a woman that knows sound real good. God's going to use that. But if we take the opposite mentality of Goliath and we're like, aha, I'm big and proud. I am not, you know, you come, what can you do for me as a church? You got it all backwards. You're here for the wrong reasons. You must learn to come before the presence of God and say, God, how can I serve wherever you have me, whatever capacity you have me. Yes, I'm not where I want to be in my career with my ministry, but where you have me right now is where I need to be. What do I need to do to serve even more than I already am? Because the role of serving is greater than the role of leading. Look at the, what the Word of God says. You don't have to go to it. I'll give you the Scripture. The book of Mark chapter 9, verse 35. I want you to see, if you think I'm lying, and you think pastors just has his own agenda, I, I want you to know you're wrong for thinking that. <laughs> but I don't have my own agenda. I'm giving you what the Lord has. Book of Mark chapter 9, verse 35 says this. And he sat down, called the 12, and said to them, If anyone desires... To be first, everybody say first, first, he shall be last, everybody say last, last. of all, all, everybody say of all, all. and servant, servant, first. of all, oh. I'm done, I can stop preaching right there, because the word says it in itself, do you know what was happening at this moment, Just to sidetrack real quick, the apostles were there at the Last Supper, and then they're arguing. Guess what they're arguing about? What do you think they're arguing about? That's right. Who was first? Who was more important? Who had the most miracles? Who was doing the will of God stronger and better than someone else? They were fighting about that. And God says, what are you talking about? You have it all backwards. You think you're all bad and bold and mighty because you can do all this. But little do you know, I could care less about all that. Because if you're last, then you're first in my kingdom. If you serve not just me, serve everybody. And you're a true servant. Then you shall be first. You think you're fancy because you have a position in church. And maybe because God has given you, you know, he, he, he's given you a couple of things. and but But you're too proud to serve. You're too proud to bring what Brother Jeremy and Brother Andrew always bring me, a cup of water. God forbid you be seen with the water. God forbid you be seen picking up an offering plate because you want to be a minister. So the the role that God has for you, whatever it is in this place and wherever you're at, is not good enough for you. Because you want an instant title. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But let me just share something with you. God will spit out titles faster than you have achieved them for your trophy case. Do you understand that? You can bring all the titles and what your accomplishments do, and they'll measure up this much to what God can do in your life. You think you're important, but the truth is you're only important in your own mind. Because when it comes to the things of God, God says, what are you doing for my kingdom and not for yourself? How are you serving my church? Amen? But if you're faithful with serving like David was, then then God has something even better for you than you thought. Amen? Amen? You see, the way our churches work is that even the pastor, myself, I have to serve. I'm not exempt to serving I serve each of you. I am your servant as well. When you need something, what do you usually ask? Pastor, can you come talk to us or can you come pray for us? Or Pastor, I got an issue I want to talk to you about. So guess what happens? I serve you. Not because I have to, but because I love to. Because I recognize that I'm doing God's work. And if he's called me to a certain position in his church, then I understand that in order for me to be first, I have to be willing to be last. And a lot of pastors can't handle that. So keep praying for me because I'm still young. And uh, my desire is that I serve you wholeheartedly the way you serve. Amen. But you must understand that if you want to be first, you got to be last. If you want to be a servant, God's got something from you in due time. David, would not go looking for a title. All David did was serve, 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 serve. He didn't ask anything else. He didn't ask for the battle. He didn't ask Saul to let him, you know, besides the fact that when he heard the, uh, Goliath say something, then he said, um, let me go. I'll go tell that dude something. But that was already, God's moving already. But nowadays, we can't even get in the body of Christ, which is in our entire body of churches, We can't even get people to help or clean because it's not them. And I'm giving you something a little bit more internal because God has a word for us, and that's that we got to get past ourselves sometimes. We got to get past the what's in it for me. And when we can get past the what's in it for me, we will get to the part that says God has everything for me. God has it all for me. In Christ. But how do you get there? You have to serve. Be a servant. A loving servant. One that, one that is willing to wash the feet of another person. That's extremely hard for some of us. But Jesus did it. He washed the feet of the people that were serving him. And we think we're important. We're not important until we're willing to... Wash somebody's feet, I'll tell you that. Amen? But David didn't know what God had for him, but he went. You see, God is willing to take you to a height, to a level, to a place that you can only imagine. And even beyond that, he'll take you to it. But you got to learn to serve first. Serve the kingdom of God. Seek first you the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Serve the kingdom of pe- the people that are in the kingdom. Serve the last to the greatest, to the first, to the bottom, Hallelujah. Because this is where you will develop your faith, your meekness, your humility. It's being at the bottom saying, I don't even know what I do. Uh, I have nothing to give to this place. But I, I mean, all I can do is, you know, clean the counters. But I'll do that happily. That's what it takes, that kind of attitude. Amen. It has to be about others before it's about you. If Jubilee is ever to grow, we must understand that serving has to come first. God requires obedience, requires us to serve. Whatever it is that you, you're a specialist in, we need you. We need that. We need that. Amen? David left what, is normal, what he was normally doing. He went to go to feed his brothers. He went to go serve, not himself, but these brothers. And, you know... In the process, God gave him something great. But look at this. Look what it says in the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 and 24. It says as this, and whatever you do, everybody say whatever. Whatever. You do, do it heartily, which means do it wholeheartedly as to the Lord and not to men. Do it wholeheartedly as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that the Lord will that you that you will receive from the Lord an inheritance for you serving the Lord Jesus Christ. I just gave you a scripture that says, even if you can't stand somebody that you're serving under, do it anyways. Do you know why? Because in the process of serving, you will encounter a, a, a blessing from the Lord, an inheritance. Because God says, don't worry about serving the person or the man or the woman behind the person. Serve me in the process. I will uplift you like I uplifted David to defeat giants. I will give you a place in the palace that is a part of my kingdom that is eternal. But pastor, I'm not happy with you. So today, I don't, I'm not going to raise my hand. Or oh, today I'm going to sit in the back of the church. Or I'm going to sit over here on the side. Or today I'm not even going to raise my hand and say hallelujah like I normally do. Because you've offended me. You got it all wrong. Brother, sister, you got it all wrong. You have to put yourself aside and say God, I will serve whoever I am serving in whatever capacity because I know in due time you have something greater for me. But I can't get to the great part unless I get to the serving part. And when I get to the serving part, I get the humility, the humbleness. I develop a character that's strong because I spend some time with God in those low moments. Hallelujah. When all I had to do on my knees, all I could do is look up to God. I couldn't look at myself anymore because I was worthless. Amen? You see, the whole time that David was shepherding and serving others, he was being developed into who God would make him one day and rise him to be a king one day. But he had to go through the process. You remember my preaching for him in the process? He had to go through a process. And the first step of the process is serving It isn't about us. It isn't about what what, what we can do and what we're always going to do. It's about how we can be a servant for others and the church that you're in today. And you may find this message to be a little like, wow, this is pretty harsh, Pastor. Are you on a power trip? I am absolutely not on a power trip. I'm speaking to you from a biblical standpoint. Where you just heard the word of the Lord himself at at the Last Supper declare that if you want to be first... You gotta be willing to be last. I want you to put that in your mind. I'm not saying that you think, oh, everybody's greater than me, everybody's better than me, everybody I'm nobody, I'm a worthless person. Not that kind of humility. Humility that says I am everything in Christ. I no longer live for myself, but I live for Christ. Amen? That's the mentality we have to get into. But God has been working through those rough moments in your life, He's, and it's been like you felt like it's not going anywhere, but hold on just a little bit longer, because there's a blessing, there's a battle that's going to take place, and guess what? You're not even going to have to do anything besides swing some stones at Goliath in your life, and Goliath is going to fall. But serve first, hallelujah. Go ahead and stand. You see, it's through your times and your struggles that God will make you stronger. Amen. How many of you have heard the saying, if it don't kill you, it makes you stronger? Right? Your trials and your tribulations, what you go through, your struggles, those are what God uses to build you up. You see, David didn't get to believing in God just because it just happened. He believed in God because God gave him power to open up the mouths of lions, to open up the mouths of bears and destroy them with his hands. A shepherd boy who was nothing to the world, who was nothing but an old stinky, smelly shepherd, would soon, one day, because he served, would become a king of the nations. A king of Israel that God says, this man is a man after my own heart. But it took the moments that he struggled. It took the moments that he had to probably cry at times. It took the moments where he went hungry, where he was out there and needed some water. It took the moments in their lives. Hallelujah, Jesus. But I'll tell you something, church. Don't think that God will sit there and wait there for you to... I'll wait for him to finally decide on he's going to serve. Because if you don't serve, he'll move right past you and say, you'll come around one day but I'm going to wait for you later on. I'm going to go find someone else to serve. And you'll miss out on your blessing. So I ask you today, are you a servant? Are you a servant? How do you serve? And the most important question is, are you serving? Are you serving? Because deep inside today, many of you are Davids. And God has said, I need you. I need you for my kingdom. God, but what's going to happen doesn't matter. Just bring what you can. Come serve. I'm going to open up this altar. If you feel the need to come forward, I I pray that you just come and release a a, a mindset of serving. Put yourself aside. Come. Let the Spirit of God move in your life. Don't leave empty-handed. Don't leave not full. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because if you come to church and you walk out here the same way you came in, you've only wasted your time. But God is that good of a God that He says, Those who come to me and humble themselves, I will not turn away from. So I invite you to come to the altar. If you want to pray where you're at, that's fine. If you. I invite you to just come and be a part of something. Hallelujah. If you are there following through Facebook Live, I just close your eyes and begin to pray. Lift up your hands where you're at. And begin to ask God, how can I serve? How can I serve my church? How can I serve my pastor? How can I serve my, my ministry? How can I serve those in my congregation? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Father, we lift up your name right now in the name of Jesus. We lift up your name, God. We give you all the honor and glory. God, we know that you are awakening David's The character of David.